0: Today is Wednesday, June 18th, 2008, and this is Radio Wave. Good evening, everyone, and thank you for joining us on this broadcast of Radio Wave. For those of you who are joining us for the first time, uh, this uh, weekly broadcast is in preparation for uh, Maria's visit and Our Lady's apparitions July 1st through 5th at uh, Caritas. And so uh, the, uh, the content of these shows have, have been focused on preparing our hearts and uh, our nation to receive Our Lady in a very special way this July 4th. Uh, and specifically for those apparitions July 1st through 5th. The host of our program is a friend of Medjugorje, and today a friend of Medjugorje will be joining us uh, from Medjugorje. And uh, I think he is getting along, I think, close to what, 170 or 180 trips now uh, that he takes. Uh, this is a yearly pilgrimage uh, that he's on right now that he takes every year with his family. And uh, maybe a friend of Medjugorje wants to begin with uh, telling us a little bit about his experience uh, with Medjugorje there.
1: Well, coming to Medjugorje is always a great joy because it's an encounter with the land that I Lady has chosen. And the the place is always one of peace. And through the years, if, if you go for many, many trips, it's God's blessed me to be able to do for what I do as a missionary work, spread the messages and the reasons going back. We do our annual pilgrimage, you know, this time of year, but throughout the year there's usually several times I have to come to Medjugorje for various reasons. But every time there's always a reason for pilgrimage. And I I never look at it, even though there's work to do and the things we have here as far as an operation base, it's always for me a a time of conversion and a time of pilgrimage at the same time. So it's it's something that uh, you never tire of other than the plane trip itself. Medjugorje is is a unique place in the history of the world. And Our Lady's making it uh, the future Jerusalem in the sense that where Jesus walked is sacred places, and all across Medjugorje, the land here in the valleys and the mountains, there's different things that have happened for different places and different apparitions, which we know will hold great significance for the future, especially when you stand in this valley and you look up on the mountain, and you see the physical sign that will manifest itself uh, in appearance. That appearance will be a, a physical manifestation of a sign that will last to the end of the world. The visionaries have said no ornaments will destroy it, and everybody knows it's from God. The thing that always marvels me is everybody knows it's from God. Will everybody believe? And the fact of the matter is not everybody will believe. You say, how can something from heaven physically manifest itself where it does exist from one moment to the next, whatever that might be, according to Our Lady calling it the sign, whatever that sign might be, how will that not make people believe? For the same reason as. It didn't make people believe when Jesus had somebody's arm put back there, was it there? Or leprosy fell off the, the body of, a, of a, a leopard? Or somebody raised from the dead? I mean, Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead, and still people didn't believe. Why, how can that be? We might have in our mentality, well, look at that time, and man's nature is no different. In other words, this evil that man likes and he clings to and he chooses not to believe. It's not that he wouldn't say it's there. It's not that they didn't see Lazarus dead, and the next moment when Jesus says, Lazarus, come out. Lazarus, come out, that he didn't come out. They saw it. They know it. But they, the heart of, of some people was with the devil or his vices. And they chose those vices over what they saw and witnessed with their eyes. Their hearts were hardened. And they rationalized away because they didn't want to be convicted. A lot of the Pharisees didn't want what Jesus brought. And so we're going to have the same thing with Midjugorje. There'll be a physical manifestation of the sign. And it's a beauty to be able to walk on this mountain, across this mountain. to come up many times, day, night, middle of the night, spend the night up there, as, as many have done. I've done it, and my family's done it. Maria's done it. We've walked up, done a Venus with her. And, and yet we know on this spot will appear this physical manifestation. And the, the thing about that is not, people still won't believe. And so, when you contemplate what happened to Jesus and they didn't believe, you understand you know, that reason. So, that's just one aspect of coming to measure where many times that you see that all the world will come. Now, many, many will believe. After the resurrection, many believe. 3,000 converted on Pentecost. So, we'll have that. But still, you will have obstinance against it. And so, maybe more. Maybe I'll capture more because she's a mother. You say, oh, she's going to catch more than Jesus did. Jesus built something. Our Lady's coming to construct something also. But she'll precede this with with two or three admonitions that we know of. We don't know whether the third will be part of the sign. And with admonition and the sign, we don't know. But the three secrets for the conversion of the world will precede that. So we think the, the, the fishnet she's going to throw out is going to be pretty strong. Pretty large. it catch a lot of people. Hmm. So being here, you, you have that... Grace and that privilege of being able to see that and contemplate these kinds of things. So I never tire of of being here and, and seeing. Of course, I'm here and uh, I come here anniversary, and I will be coming back with Maria for our July event, which is a great joy for us and uh, and also a great uh, responsibility and a great burden even burden in the sense that you know it's a lot of preparation. There's a lot we have to do to, to prepare for that and and the prayers and the sacrifices that go along with it. And I know the community, having left it running wide open uh, for the last several months with little sleep, we still got a lot to do in preparation for that because we want everything to be focused on prayer, not logistics or not people paying for something or, or not registering people. Everything's, everything we do is, is for the benefit of you being there in peace. Uh, I talked to several people that's coming to the mission house today uh, that weren't planning on coming. They're going to come. We just talked a little bit about it. You know, just discussing the presence of Our Lady and what, what we're doing and giving our Lady, actually giving, having the opportunity to give our nation to God through the hands of Our Lady is very, very important. Two different people came in today. I overheard a conversation. talking about the, the ones uh, that's running for our office of president in November and how one was a priest that says that he, he thinks one of them is an antithesis of, of, of an antichrist. And so all walks and different people, even in the priesthood, know that we're in trouble as a nation. And so because of that, this makes July 4th even more more critically important for the opportunity that avails itself from heaven. I'm not making that opportunity. Caritas is not making that opportunity. The community is not making that opportunity. Maria is not making that opportunity. This wouldn't be happening if Our Lady didn't want it she was opposed to it, you can't force it. You can't make it. I've seen where Maria's gone places, and the setting wasn't right, and I, the, the shortest apparition I ever saw was in Italy with Maria in a circumstance that wasn't right in the way it turned out by other people. It lasted ten seconds. I've never seen an apparition that short, because that lady does bless everything every single day, and we've seen... We've seen you know, to go five days someplace or even more time than that. And what a lady does that we, we we know when she's at peace. And we know that she's when she's for something. You know, she gives her words, she gives her messages. And so we're really excited about the whole event. And for three years i planned this with Maria. I couldn't work it out. She couldn't work it out. Nothing nothing came together for July fourth. We've wanted to do this for three years. And the fact of the matter if we did it three years ago it wouldn't mean what it will mean, 2008, July 4th. Everybody sees, even non-believers, we are in hot water. We are in serious, serious trouble. So to me, and the priest I was just speaking to here, we were discussing that this, this July 4th, 2008, is very likely the most important July 4th since 1776. Is that an exaggeration? We had the Civil War. We had things that's come up in our nation before. We've never had where the divine judgment is at hand on our nation. The divine judgment was given through the Civil War. The divine judgment was given through World War II. And Sister Lucy confirmed that that uh, World War II was the, was a divine judgment. Uh, Lu- Sister Lucy said that Ali and Fatima told her. And unless man repents of a sin, a larger and greater war would break out. After predicting World War One was going to end, and hence, when you see a, a great light above the sky, you'll see uh, this will be the sign that another great war is going to happen unless man repents. And so, Maria, I mean, our uh, sister Lisi saw in 1939, just before Hitler started his march, a whole great light out of her monastery window illuminate the whole. Sky. It was actually reported in papers that from 9 o'clock to 3 a.m., a strange aurora bore, bore, a bore, a borealis, some type of light like that, uh, aurora borealis, that lit up the sky, continued that, that couldn't be there across the European sky, but it was. And so that happened. And so you say, okay, well, we had to find judgment in. But see, these would do man... We're dealing with something now. God's going to drill directly with us. So we didn't listen before World War I, the Civil War before that, the war, after that, World War Two, And now we've got all nations, and the communities working in the mission house right now, those of us here, are telling me everybody's coming in from their countries, from Ireland, from England, from Spain, from Portugal, saying our country's gone. Particularly Spain, Spain they say the country's over. Ireland is about to vote for the, Marriage uh, situations, because the European Union is forcing this on all the countries as members of it. They're the only one who's constitutionally has the situation where they they can vote this down. But they think that there's going to be the European Union is going to force this down their throat. And they all see, and they got a lot of money, a lot of wealth. They said has come to Ireland because they joined the European Union. So see, Satan throws all this money. And you got to accept it that, that their regulations. And one of the regulations and stipulations is you can't have hate speech. You can't. You've got to allow whatever kind of marriage you want, and all these kinds of things that come with that. And so the people are are very gravely concerned. And It's strange how everything's so global, but everybody's coming in and is worried about their nations. You know, if the nations of the world are healed, it's because the families of the world are healed, and the families of the world are healed it's because the individual in the family's healed. So we think globalization, globalization, we need, to, we need to be worried about our own countries. And so everybody says, oh, the world, the world, the world. Well, the Antichrist is going to rule by taking over the world. Quit thinking worldly, think, think localization. My, my small community, my family, myself, spiritually. These plans just the opposite of globalization. Me, myself, and I have to convert. I have to live the message. Then no mind can transmit them by that right of living the message to my family. If I get my family following that, then I might have the right and the authority that God would give me the grace to start converting others and then the nation. And then you don't have to worry about it after the nation. Because the world a nation of a nation's healed and the world heals the world. So we're thinking all the wrong way. So our lay's plan is that basic plan and that's what we'll be doing in July. The first thing we do July first, the very first thing we do is July in the apparition. And that day we we'll prepare for the consecration of ourself in repentance and forgiveness, to forgive us our sins, to forgive what we've done, to forgive what we failed, forgive what we participate in contributing to our nation and where it's fallen. And the second day is the consecration of ourselves as an individual. After we've asked for forgiveness, we're clean. We've hopefully have enough priesthood to everybody go to confession uh, and continue going to confession if they don't make it to our first day. And then the third day, July 3rd, we consecrate our families to Our Lady. And then in the presence of Our Lady, during the apparition, we consecrate and give her our nation. A big, big thing. Big thing. And why is it important? Why did I say this is more important than anything since the founding of our country? It's because we're underneath a divine judgment. We didn't have the level of darkness in our nation, nor did other nations have it. Even with Hitler. You had a morality. But even with Hitler and others, you didn't have the level of degradation of general society. And the public acceptance of darkness are the most abominable sins. We haven't had that before. And so when you when you arrive at this thermostat level, that is, the mercury is going to pop to the top. And there's only one way to purify things. Uh, we, I was talking to this priest earlier, and we was talking about, you know, he says, Uh, He just gave a homily to his parish and said, Look, Jesus Christ, take his divine nature out, but with his wisdom and on human nature, Jesus Christ was president. If we elected him president, what is he going to do? What the priest was conveying is that, what I've said before, what's George Washington going to do in Washington? You've got a corrupt system. You've got a surrogate system that is no longer our nation. It doesn't represent who we are as a people or our founding. If that's the case, and it is a case, and it can be proven, and you can't debate that. It's there. We've got a system that costs $100, $200 million to become president. It's graceless. Something that's without grace doesn't have God with it. So no matter who we elect, nothing's going to change except we're going to go further. Can you sanctify hell? That's the first question we should ask us: Can you actually enter into hell and sanctify it? Washington has turned to that. The people that have have taken over everything, we're, we're living with something so minus the grace. What is what is minus grace? What is the totality of minus grace? Is hell. You're not. You don't purify that. You don't sanctify that. I'm sorry. You, you do purify, but you don't sanctify it. There's no way we're going to sanctify it and say, "Let's all get a savior in there and change this." The only way to change that is purification. And that's the divine judgment we are facing right now. We're facing divine And July 4th, 2008, giving it to Our Lady, actually made her usher that in. Because hmm. what do we do? What did she say? In that, I think it was April, the three questions she asked us. Are you with me? Will you give me your heart? Will you permit me, the third question, to purify your heart, to prepare for Jesus? Is our heart, is our nation, does Our Lady have Our our Nation's heart? rather the first question we should ask about Our Nation, is Our Nation with Our Lady? The second question, will we give Her the heart of Our Nation? And the third question is, will we allow Her to purify it? Will we permit Her, not allow Her, will we permit Her to purify it, to prepare it for Jesus? This country that's built on the principles of Jesus Christ in our Constitution, in our Declaration, in our founding documents, in our forefathers, this nation that's built on those principles, and the reason it's hated because of that, will it allow Our Lady to purify it? Will we permit her to purify It's the exact words. She asked, will you permit me to purify your heart? And that's what we'll be doing July 4, 1776, or, or from the birthday of our nation in 2008, 1776. 70, 70, so this is a big thing. We're dealing with heaven. We have an opportunity we haven't had before, an incredible opportunity for God to do this. And this is something that we are not united as a people, and even the religious. We're not together on it. You know, we've been in the Missouri movement with the children below. We, we often come to Mass and to, to struggle fresh from fresh from the foe of, of, of what we try with. And we, we want our lady to, to, to make us one. We want her to follow us, and us to follow her. And in making us one, we have to seek this from her, and that's what we did July 4th, 2018. So we have the opportunity for July 4th, 1st, 2nd, 3rd, and 4th, and 5th. In fact, this priest I was talking to earlier, and another priest that came in, wasn't, wasn't planning to come in now. They're going to make try to make plans to come. And it's, uh, we're, we're a couple weeks away from that. And we're on a downhill stretch of, of reaching the last people. And you'd be surprised. This priest had already said when he came in, yeah, I know about it. I can't come. We talked just for a few minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes at the most. He's going to go back immediately and try to make plans to come,
2: hmm. and,
1: and everybody's out there the same way. If you explain something, or get this show. You can download it. I think you can. Is that right, Rhys?
0: That, that's right. The show will be available. That's
1: correct. Uh, send it to everybody. <laughs> make CDs of it. Make copies. We don't. We're not selling it. Do whatever you got to do. Produce it. Go buy CDs and pass a hundred out. And let them know what's going on July fourth. It's, it's the effort that we put into a presidential campaign that's not going to work. It's, it's not going to work. It is crazy compared to what we're, if we put effort just to be there July 4th. And so the colonies to go out harder, faster, further in, in these last days before. And people here, they've talked to several people here. He's uh, coming to my house in the last few days, they're telling me that people are making a spontaneous decision. I'm coming. I'm coming. And several of these people already knew about it, but they didn't have an impulse to be explained or maybe go in depth and, and get. Get the copy of what we're talking about today. That's why we're doing weekly shows till July. I think we've got one more, right?
2: That's, so yeah, one, more
0: show. one more next week, right?
1: One more next week. And that'll be <laughs> also from here. Um, I'll be broadcasting from here. But it, it, this is the time to do everything in your power to get the word out. It's not just to say, oh, let's come to July 1st. Explain it. Explain what I just said in the first part of the the song. But how important this is, our most important 4th of July. You, you can't exaggerate that. You can sit there and say, well, is it really, you know, think about it. We're dealing with the Mother of God, the Patroness of our nation. What could ever be more important than that since the founding of a nation? Well, she had a part to play in that. And you can read some of the material I've put out about that. But nevertheless, we, uh, we have an opportunity. We've been rereading this message. It's sad to let opportunity, when God offers opportunity, not to take it. Take this opportunity in the time of grace. You may regret it. And either way, whether you come or not, we're, especially since we're consecrating Our lay to the more lay people that do this, particularly lay people, because this is a lay movement, it's important for priests to do it, it's important for bishops to do it. Do, do this also. But, Midgivory is a lay led movement. And Our Lady asked for the bishops for decades to consecrate Russia. They wouldn't do it when they finally did it. Not even all the bishops. In 1984, Sister Lucy of Fatima confirmed that worked. And so let's get as many lay people with the heart to really seriously do that. If you can't be there for
2: impossible reasons,
1: impossible I mean after you've prayed and begged all you to go and try to do everything, then you stop. Don't, don't, I always tell people at Caritas when they say, well, we don't know if we can do this. I said, you're saying that. You let the project itself stop you. Whatever we may tackle, even if it's a mountain, we let that mountain stop us, not ourselves, saying, well, that can't be done. So don't say in your heart, well, I've just got family considerations, I get this, it can't be done. You pray to our lady, say, Mary, move this mountain. I wanna be there. Get on your knees and be serious and fast and pray. You'd be surprised that things open up in ways, in a marvelous way, divine providence comes to your aid. Once you make that decision, and as, as we we hear miracle after miracle after miracle that that takes place, so don't even let that stop you. But if it's impossible, that meaning after you've prayed and and God did not move the mountain, you pray from where you are. Or get, I just talked to some people from Germany, Ramstein's Air Air Force Base, right? I don't know if it's Air Force or military base. And they're gonna they're gonna get everybody in the chapel on July 4th to join us in union at apparition time to give the United States of America into our hands of Our Lady. And so we've got military bases and friends at different places because of Patriotic Rosary that uh, we put out that, that people will join us. And there'll be several people filling the chapel in Ramstein. So there's, there's a lot that can be done and a lot of work to do in these next two weeks, commit these two weeks to this. I know, Joan, you had sent me a question um, a little over an hour ago, asking me to read that. You discussed that or read that on the air.
3: Yeah. Before um, we go into that, I just had another uh, question to ask you. That since we're on this kind, of, this topic, we have, it's just a, a couple of weeks before this event takes place, and there are many, many people coming here. But just as we are here, we're over our heads with work and and getting preparations all in order. Right before you left for Medjugorje, you had the community come together to really encourage us not to lose sight of our own preparation spiritually for this event. And I I wanted you to maybe speak a little bit to the people that are listening, what they can be doing in this time to prepare their hearts for coming here and also those who can't come but are uh, wanting to be in union with all the events here and maybe uh, share this story that happened to you uh, in the early days of you going to Medjugorje when you had a request that you were making to Our Lady and she wasn't giving you the response that you were hoping for and you went to Maria to uh see if she had any suggestions about how you could get a a better response from our lady. But that that story which I do you know which one I'm talking about? Yes, I think so. How that helped to bring about what you were looking for from Our Lady that paralleling this time that we're in, uh before Our Lady comes to our country, what we can be doing ourselves spiritually, individually, in our families, in our communities to give Our Lady what she needs from us to have our prayers answered.
1: Well, it's interesting you asked this because actually what I was asking Maria several years ago to ask Our Lady on my behalf was in regards to, to the field, in regards to the bedroom, in regards to the, her plan there, about the plan her really to fill me in on more of it because I didn't understand all of it at that time. And now here it is. We've got this July Fourth, two 2008 coming up. It is part of the plan. She's led us to this. She wants our nation. She wants every nation there earth. Mariana heard that we were consecrating. We put out last year, or year before last, at the very beginning of Medj.com, we put out the consecration the bishops were doing, and and the prayer to get everybody to join across the country with that. Mariana, people were at her house here in Medjugorje, and they went... She she heard it. She heard them praying the Patriotic Rosary is what happened. We encouraged everybody to say the Patriotic Rosary. She heard them downstairs. She came down there and was just in pure joy. She says, this is what every nation needs to be doing. She thought the Patriot Rosary was so beautiful and that she encouraged it. She just told them, this is this is it. And so this has been part of our charisma with the messages for a nation. And of course, our Lady taught us that your nation is individual, family, and in the nation. So that's why we got this theme we constantly run to pray, pray, pray. Pray the individual, pray the family, pray the nation, and to make us one this way. So, this this several years ago, back in the actually the late eighties or could have been in the early nineties, uh, I had come to Metugoria several times. I was coming back in probably even eight and ten times, sometimes once a month to Metugoria because I was running the pilgrimage myself at that time. It was very busy and building the mission. And uh, Maria had ask Our Lady a question for the third time that year. And all Our Lady would do is answer it. It was in regards to her plans there. So I wanted to be enlightened more about it. And all Our Lady would do is say, pray. Well, I wasn't content for that. I wanted more. So um, Our Lady had asked me, I'd asked Our Lady that evening, and that evening she gave give uh, the answer, pray. And I couldn't sleep that night. I went outside. Maria was outside. And, and, uh, we had, uh, I mean, I walked outside looking up the mountain behind our house, and I'm standing there looking at the mountain, and I go, shh, and I, and I turn around, you know, it's three o'clock in the morning, and I said, who is that? And It's Maria, she's sitting out there. She says, me. I said, what are you doing? She says, I couldn't sleep. I said, I can't either. So we sat there, and we talked a while, and I said, you know, Maria's not, our lady's not giving, she's not saying anything to me but pray, and I've been doing that, and and how can I get more from that? She says, maybe we do Novena. So we walked in the house. We sit at the kitchen table. I said, well, what kind of Novena uh, we're doing? And she had a piece of cake, I, actually. She was cook, had a cake there on the table. So we was eating cake, and we was talking. And uh, I said, what kind of Novena would I like? And she says, she started telling me, and I remember, I said, Maria, it's a fast day. We're eating this cake. She says, shh, Jesus is asleep. <laughs> so <laughs> Maria has this real sense of humor. But anyway, she went on to say, maybe we go to the mouth and pray all three at 5 o'clock in the morning, and we say all three mysteries of the rosary. So we did this for the next nine days. The ninth day, she goes back before Our Lady. She asked Our Lady the same question. And Our Lady said, Pray. This time for you is time of prayer. And so I knew that, but here it is. Our Lady actually gave more words than what she even wanted to give me. First of all, it proved to me novenas will move heaven. Our Lady didn't want, that was the fourth time I've asked this within 12 months. Our Lady didn't want to tell me any more than that. But, but she was bound by her heartfelt novena to give me more information. I can say I really actually even knew that answer. I felt it was a time of prayer, and that's what she was saying. But to see heaven moved by a novena, Started on us a string of novenas in the community like crazy, but we do novenas all the time because we actually have witnessed novenas really work. You think, well, what's the big deal? If you don't think Our Lady's words, every single letter of her words important. This is not significant to you. But I've seen priests with Maria ask Our Lady something, no answer, not even pray. And so when Our Lady did this and go beyond what she did, was a momentous thing for me uh, in showing what novenas do. And so. Nine days out from July, uh, July fifth, we'll start a nine-day novena on the hour, three Hail Marys, so people out there can do that in preparation. In other words, I don't know what day that would be, uh, July fifth out backwards, but we do uh, a novena. I think we start eight o'clock or nine o'clock.
3: Uh,
0: I think they're. In I think it's nine nine, nine
3: to five. Yeah,
1: yeah, we'll probably now do on mass, but anyway, we'll do a novena, three Hail Marys on the hour. Begging for Our Lady to receive our country and heal it. And so that's one thing you can do. And and then your rosaries, your fasting. I wrote from a desk uh, this morning, from a desk of Medjugorje, which everybody on the Meds list will receive shortly, uh, later today. Uh, In there I used the message about pray, fast, let God act. And I think that's the idea we need to have is we need to, to, to Feel our obligation to the message of what she's asked for, that's to pray, and that's the fast. You know, last week we announced we finished our nine-day bread-and-water fast on, on preparation for July 1st through the 5th. You do these things, as something happens from it. I've been fortunate enough to see it. I'm telling you a story where I saw heaven three times over ten months or so didn't want to give me something, and then Ovina did it. You say, well, that's a lot for getting three or four extra words. You know, having to go to a mountain nine days in a row with, 5 a.m., three mysteries of Rosary. I didn't do anything. I got three or four extra words straight from the Queen of Heaven herself. This is a huge, huge thing. Something I can't comprehend. And so, heaven reacts. And in fact, in 2005, when we did our nine day novena, of each day doing a nine hour novena, Our Lady actually said, I'll thank you for your novena to all the people that are buried, the thousands that are gathered. This is an incredible thing. Our lady will go months and months and months and not get one message, and we see her come to the field, we see her come to the bedroom, we see her come to the community, and we get messages. You know, and, and we're not better than anybody else. We're not privileged even than anybody else. But what we want to do in our life is collaborate with her plans. And she, she gives us that consolation of her words, not just her apparition. And she may come in July and not give us any words. It may be just an action she's going to take and take in our country. That's what we're after. We love the words. We love that. But you can be doing a lot to prepare for that. You can be going into the messages very profoundly and and complying with what she has. So pray, fast, let God act. We're
0: we're up uh, against the break here, so um, we'll come back shortly in just a minute.
4: Saving America, seven booklets and one CD. American history you never learned. As go God's people, so goes the world. Changing history, the patriotic rosary, quietism, something in the air, two Americas, sacred bond. Order all of the above titles as one packet titled Saving America on medj.com, spelled M-E-J.com, or by calling Caritas at 205-672-2000-USA. How does God deal with nations which have no spirit? One of the founding fathers of the United States, George Mason, said, As nations cannot be rewarded or punished in the next world, They must be in this. By an inevitable chain of causes and effects, Providence punishes national sins by national calamities. When we look at the events around us, are we perhaps blind to see what is so plainly before us? The continual stripping away of religious freedoms and the barrage of laws, regulations, and more laws the oppressive structure to promote sin through new laws, and on and on. The scriptures so clearly show that when God's people turned away from him, it resulted in the loss of freedom and liberty. For years Our Lady from Medjugorje has told us, invited us, and encouraged us toward reconciling as a people, as well as individually, back to God. We need a mother for our nation, we need her to purify us we need her to cure us we need her to resurrect us we need her to be amongst us we the people need her this July 1st through 5th 2008 that mother will be with us this July 4th will be special for our nation come to the field at Caritas Alabama July 1st through 5th 2008 when Maria Lunetti Visionary from Medjugorje will be with us for all five days. Join with thousands across the nation in praying for the resurrection and renewal of ourselves and our country. July 1st through 5th, 2008 a 4th of July in Alabama that will change your life and this nation. Go to medj.com for more details. Medj spelled m.e.j.com, or call Caritas at two zero five six seven two two thousand USA.
0: You're listening to Radio Wave with a friend of Megagoria.
3: Go ahead and read this, uh, a series of questions, actually, to you, a friend of Medjugorje. And as you had mentioned, you had received this from us about an hour ago, so you are aware of of, uh, some of the questions that are going to be presented here. But it says, For over 20 years I have believed in the messages of Our Lady of Medjugorje. But now I need to question a few things. Please understand that having no doubt my belief in the Medjugorje phenomenon has been quite devastating for me, and it still is, but we must always carefully test these things. The questions. Number one, could you please confirm, did Our Lady of Medjugorje state, quote, people are mistaken when they pray to the saints for everything, anything, unquote. If such is the case, and I'm sure I've read it in some of my early literature, why would she be speaking against Catholic Catholic doctrine, i.e. the communion of saints? After all, the holy saints are our intercessors. Also, why would the new prayers of consecration to the Sacred Heart of Jesus and the Immaculate Heart of Mary, given to one of the seers, omit the renewal of our baptismal vows, whereby we would normally renounce sin and the devil, Why do we not have a distinct image or request of Our Lady for the seers to have an image of her painted, as they see her, as in the usual scenario, i.e., the Divine Mercy, Our Lady of Lords, Our Lady of Fatima, etc.? We are only given photos of a statue, Our Lady of Grace. Yet doesn't she call herself Queen of Peace? It is confusing that Our Lady of Medjugorje seems to have three or four titles, i.e., the Queen of Peace. Our Lady of Grace, the Gospa, Our Lady of Medjugorje. This seems so contradictory to authentic approved apparitions, i.e., Our Lady of Fatima, Our Lady of Lourdes, the Immaculate Conception, Our Lady of Guadalupe, etc., in which instances we have clearly defined messages, plus a uniquely distinctive, different image of Our Lady, the way she appeared to the visionaries in each particular case. Another question is why do the seers not immediately begin praying the rosary when they behold an apparition? Apparently, they just say, One Our Father. But what about the Creed, the confirmation of our faith in total, the Ave, the Glory Be, and the, O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, etc.? Not to mention the Hail Holy Queen and the prayer to be said at the end of the rosary. It's sort of like a wedding or funeral without the Mass., Of course, the rosary is a prayer which focuses on the Gospels, where we contemplate Christ's suffering, yet at the same time we are petitioning Our Lady, as well as praising Her. It wouldn't be in Satan's best interests, would it? I have blindly believed all the phenomena, conversions, etc., and many seem authentic. It's true, though these could have occurred through the sacrament of confession, plus faith and prayer anyway. There are a few strange aspects which don't quite ring true if you understand my meaning. One false declaration would be enough to render the whole thing unauthentic or not from God and could delude millions of people. This is my concern as to what could be occurring. And this is from Paula from Australia.
1: Well, you, of course, did send me this question about an hour ago and I looked up the message immediately. I knew which ones to go to because uh, this is something that the reason it's important to go to this question Answer to this: Is because there's really a lot of people out there aren't informed of Medjugorje. They've been following it. They've been going along with it. We've had people. We had a priest one time last year come in the mission house and say, after we told him the apparitions were going to be today, he was shocked because he'd been his last three trips over the past three previous years, he had no idea that he was still appearing every single day. When we when we start printing our purple message cards, the keepsake cards with golden balls on them to highlight the importance of these messages for people to keep it as a keepsake. We met several villagers that we took just to each house in the village to give it to the first months we did this. They began to cry. They had no idea that Our Lady was still giving a message on the 25th of each month. And they live here. And so we've, we've got to realize that, that uh, it, it's, you know, some things that you might live something close to a historic site that everybody travels halfway around the world to see, in you're a hometown or city or state, and you never go to it. So what it is is people lose touch. And that, that's really the essence of these questions is really not in touch with really what is happening with Medjugorje. And I'd like to really just go down the line about that. The first question was, could you please confirm, did Our Lady of Medjugorje state, people are mistaken when they pray to the saints for everything, anything? Well, that's not exactly the message. Our Lady said something to the effect. What she said was October 21st, 1983. She did say people make a mistake when they turn only to the saints to request something. She didn't say not to pray to the saints. She said when they turn only to the saints. Well, let's, let's don't take this out of the spirit of what I was saying. Preceding that, her words were this. The important thing is to pray to the Holy Spirit so that he may descend on you. When you have the Holy Spirit, you have everything. People make a mistake when they turn only to the saints to request something. So she didn't say not to pray to the saints. She said, we must. Uh, and see, her question was, when uh, people are mistaken when they turn to the saints for everything. You know, Our Lady says only to the saints. She didn't say in any way, shape, form, or fashion not to pray to the saints. But Our Lady's come to restructure and recorrect and re-align uh, us on everything. There's people that just pray to the saints. There's people that pray to Pottery Peele and they see it. She's here. She wants you to pray to her. And She says the most important thing to pray is the Holy Spirit. So we forget the Holy Spirit because he's not a saint. And we pray just to the saints. You want something? Go to that saint through the Holy Spirit. You know, I ask our lady to send the Holy Spirit for my request often. So this is not, this is not accurate. And that's what you'll find uh, with the misunderstandings of the or things that cause doubt is, it, is inaccurate information. So here it is, black and white that it's not a mistake to pray, it's a mistake only if you pray only to the saints. And that's theology. That's in that's in league with the church. So our lady our ladies even said October twenty fifth, ninety four, she says, I invite you this is her words, I invite you to open yourselves and to live, taking the saints as an example. Brother as an example. Mother Church has chosen them and they may be an impulse. For your daily life you can't want more of an endorsement of the saints than that october 25th and of course these precede all souls day which is november 1st so five days before that 94 and then in october 25th of 2004 our lady says, imitate the lives of the saints so that they may be an incentive and in a teacher or rather and teachers on the way of holiness September 25, 2006, our lady says, Imitate the lives of saints and may they be an example for you. So, this is very clear, explicitly clear, the way this is being understood. This calls the doubts. And our friend from from uh, Australia, Victoria, Australia, is is not an accurate message in the way it's been presented or understood. The second question she asked, In this case, I'm sure I've read it in some of my early literature. Why would she be speaking against the Catholic doctrine? It says, Mother Church has chosen them. So there's no shape, form, or fashion where Our Lady's done that. And she goes on and says, the communion of saints, after all, the holy saints are intercessors. That's easily answered by the, the messages, four messages I just read to you. The next question also, why would the new prayers of consecration to the Sacred Heart of Jesus and the Immaculate Heart of Mary, given to one of the seers, omit the renewal of our baptismal vows, about we normally renounce sin and the devil. Well, first of all, who says the consecration has to have that in there, number one? Number two, the spirit of these apparitions is for everybody that walks the face of the earth. Uh, Our Lady wants, Jesus wanted Mary Magdalene before he, she became sanctified to even consecrate herself to him. Our Lady's trying to reach Muslims. She's trying to reach people who aren't Christians. She's trying to reach Hindus. She's wanting to reach everybody who, who can renew the baptism vows to a consecration. So first you have to understand the massive plan Our Lady's got before her, which is conversion of the entire world. January 25th, 1987, I have a great plan for the salvation of the world. So Our Lady doesn't want to lock it down to the segment of those Christians who are going to renew their baptism vow. vows. She wants you to consecrate yourself to her. Now I've told the story before about the Buddha who came here with us, and everybody says, tell him about the much tell about Catholic, tell much about communion. I said, Leave them alone. Medjugorje is a standalone, powerful enough movement that if, we, if, if they leave here believing in, in her, that's all we have to worry about. Six months later, they came back to me and called me. Leave, they left Medjugorje believing in apparition. Six months later, I got a call. Says, I'm just reading here. It says, are they saying go to Holy Mass? Are they said live the Mass? I says, yeah. Well, I can't do that in a Buddha. I said, yeah. Well, I became Catholic. So we've got to realize first, the spirit of it is to reach every person on earth, not to admit, She says, omit the renewal of the baptism of the house. To to include that is is going to alienate a lot of these people. Our plan is an open plan to bring people to baptism. Maria herself is a godmother of several Muslims that's been baptized here in Metzgoria. You know, so if you inundate them too much. Like a Lady, even with the Calic village here, she came here and told her to pray the 777. She didn't say pray three rosaries, or three mysteries of the rosary, and she did not say to spend three hours in prayer. But she's saying that now to the villagers because, you know, it's the walk that she has to open up the door. The next question is, why do we not have a distinct image or request of Our Lady for the seers to have an image of her painted as, a, as they see her, as, the, as a usual scenario? Divine Mercy, Our Lady of Lourdes, Our Lady of Fatima. We were only given a photo of the statue, Our Lady of Grace. Yet doesn't she call herself Queen of Peace? Well, this is, again, not accurate. Only Divine Mercy there was called for an image to be done. There was no image called for it, Fatima, nor our, uh, our Lady of Lourdes. These were the seers who got with artists later. And to answer the question, why is there not an image, there is an image. Yvonne did work with the artist, of how they see Our Lady, and, and that's in the yellow building here on, in the, in the, uh, on the grounds of, of the Parish of St. James. That image is, is the closest thing of what the visionaries themselves have seen, but they caution and say that didn't come close to Our Lady. But uh, for you who are coming to, to Caritas, you'll see this image, and you can look in her eyes, and there's a grace attached to this image, but you'll see this at Caritas Grounds uh, in July. But So that that's, again, a total misunderstanding or not understanding the, what's happened or not being aware of what's happened with the Medjugorje movement. The next question is, it is confusing that Our Lady of Medjugorje seems to have three or four titles, to the Queen of Peace, Our Lady of Grace, the Gospel, Our Lady of Medjugorje that seems so contradictory. Is authentic, uh, approved, uh, Our Lady of Fatima, our Lady of Lourdes, the American Conception, Our Lady of Guadalupe, etc. in which instance we have clearly defined messages, plus a unique, distinctive, different image of Our Lady, the way she appeared to the visionaries in the particular case. The questions look confusing, but Our Lady has one title here. It's always been known. The second day she appeared, she said that. Um, and then officially she said it on August 6th, 1981. She says, I am the Queen of Peace. That is her official title. That's what she's known by. She's only given that title to herself about six or seven times. She gave it on January 2nd, 2000. She gave it on August uh, 1991, which I just quoted, August 1984, and August 2nd, 2006. And she gave it December 25th, 1988, in our bedroom. You know, we felt what an honor for Our Lady to give her title, I am the Queen of Peace. That was done at Caritas, that was done in our bedroom, with a bed. So she has given herself a title. We say the Queen of Peace, Our Lady of Medjugorje simply because there's so many false apparitions and so many people claiming to see it that we don't want the Queen of Peace to be identified with some crazy thing going on in some place, someplace else. So we say Queen of Peace, Our Lady of Medjugorje, that's not something we're doing, Our Lady didn't do that, but we do that to distinct, give a distinction of the Queen of Peace.
3: It, the true Queen of Peace is,
1: is planted herself here in her plans from Medjugorje as a Queen of Peace. The Gospel is Croatian. It means Our Lady. That's not a title. So that, that that's misconstrued even there. Um, so Our Lady of Grace is just people using Our Lady Grace because they don't have a, a, a good image yet. is still going on. Fatima's years past that. So there's an image there that she walked, walked with an artist. And so that's, that's not uh, a valid concern to be that way. She says another question is why does it seem immediately to begin the ro- uh, that the seers immediately begin the rosary when they see the apparition? Apparently, they just say one, our Father. But it, what about the creed? The confirmation of our faith in, in, is a total in it. The Ave, the Glory be, the Oh My Jesus. She goes on and says, Not to mention the Holy Queen. The prayer to be said at the rosary is sort of like a wedding or funeral without the Mass. Of course, the rosary is a prayer which focuses on the Gospels. And she goes on and says, you know, what about this, basically? Well, what about that? Our Lady, our lady has them saying two rosaries before the apparition. Do you want them to begin a third when Our Lady appears? Our Lady starts talking to them. There's a dialogue going on. Ivanka was told, no one in the world has received the grace you and your brothers and sisters are receiving. There's an image, not an image, they see Our Lady, they contact her, they can touch her, they can talk to her. She can she can receive their petitions. She prays over them, so they're not going to be praying a rosary to her or with her. Our Lady has never said one time in 27 years the hell Mary with them. Our Lady didn't pray to herself. So she can't say the rosary with them. She's not going to just stand there and let them say an entire rosary once Mariana asked her as a favor if she could pray the Hail Holy Queen to her, because she knew our lady wouldn't pray with them with her. And our lady stood there and let them Mariana say the Hail Holy Queen. When the Our Father said during the apparition, which is rare now that that happens, but it used to was very frequently. You'll see that on different images or or videos, but it says Our Lady says, Our Father and the glory be. Our Lady actually is doing this with the to show the pace of prayer because they're praying with Our Lady. It's a beautiful thing to personally witness. But Our Lady is praying Our Father with the visionary. They skip the Hail Mary because she can't; she will not pray to herself, and they go straight to the Glory Be. Our Lady, and then she says about the Creed. Our Lady said in 1983, "The most beautiful prayer is the Creed." So all these questions are answered in a positive way, and engaged to have any concern or doubts about the apparitions of Medjugorje. They fit perfectly into the plan. So she goes on and says, I, I have blindly believed all the phenomenon, conversions, etc. may seem thing, It's true. Though it could have occurred through the sacraments of confession plus faith and, and prayer anyway. But first of all, you don't have to blindly believe. There's so much evidence of conversions. There's so much that's happened. Worldwide adoration has begun in this village to the whole world. Worldwide fasting been renewed in the world. You say, uh, she, uh, Paula says it could have occurred through the sacrament confession. The fact of the matter it didn't. The fact of the matter is, we were very sick through the 50s, 60s, and 70s, and it didn't happen even through Holy Mass. But it has happened through the apparitions of Our Lady. You say, Well, Holy Mass. No, it didn't happen. It didn't happen with adoration. It didn't happen. It happened through the ap- apparitions of Our Lady who led us to those things. Our Lady says, Confession. Can be a monthly confession can be a cure for the West. So we have all these things, and then of course she ends. She says these are a few strange aspects, which don't quite ring. They all ring true. She says they don't ring true, but if, my, if I understand my meaning, but it's, it's again this is where Marriage Glory fails with people being disconnected. The purpose of Marriage.com, the purpose of Caritas a mission is to connect you, and our charism is the message. That's our main charism is to transform them first in the community's life, into my life personally and the communities and then we show people how to transform them in the life. So you have to read this. You know, uh, she says one false doctrine declaration would be enough to render the whole thing unauthentic. Una- well those false doctrine comes from, from the people who don't understand or who's not in touch. There's nothing false with Medjugorje. there's never been false doctrine and it won't be. It's that simple. And the church will not condemn Medjugorje. How can I say that? I'm not the Pope. Well, the church, it's an impossibility for the church to allow something as the magnitude of Medjugorje for go on for 27 years, almost 28 years with this anniversary, and not to condemn it if it was going to be condemned. Medjugorje is way too big. It's in every diocese across the world. Medjugorje will not be condemned. You can take that to the guillotine for me. It won't be condemned, it's not going to happen. And and if it were, remember, Joan of Arc was condemned, and she became a saint. And those who condemned it, those were the same people who condemned the, Jesus Christ, the Pharisees. So, you know, we're writing something. I've got something written. I haven't put it on edge right now, but it's going on. And it's really about the church. The church has just pulled the Vatican just pulled the authority from the national commission to make any jurisdiction, jurisdictional rule. Rules on Medjugorje, a very big move, a very positive move. So these concerns are, and these doubts are caused by not anything happening in Medjugorje or our latest messages, but by, by not being diligent enough to, to know. And of course, these are asked in good gesture, with good with will, and we're answering in good will, but, but we arrive at that point where we have these doubts when we don't really know what's going on in Medjugorje. In
2: Medjugorje it,
1: you know, you spend time with the newspapers every day and the news and the media. None of that stuff is important. What do you know or do you not know about Michigoria? Are you up to date on it? You need to be kept abreast. Because, again, we had a priest walk in here for three years. He visited, didn't know there was daily apparitions. I think to myself, how could someone not know that? But that's that's the case. People are not keeping informed, not keeping up to date with this. And we have people our Mission House. That's part of what we do. We educate people here. What's going on? And so we have this, and I think this will answer our questions. But there's, there's just, you have no validity to be in doubt, none whatsoever. Now, you don't have to believe in Medjugorje. That's a whole different issue. But if you're a believer in Medjugorje and because of things you, you're assuming or the scruples you have, thinking we've got to have the baptismal vows and consecration, that's your personal scruples. God don't have to do anything. And it's not against the doctrine of the church. There's no requirement for that. But when you understand the plans, you'll know why that's not in there. Because the the attraction of a consecration of a Muslim to our lady, who in turn will lead them to Christianity. That's the way the plan is, It start at the beginning, build the base. So hopefully that answers that.
0: Yeah, I think so. That's a very good answer actually. <laughs> very complete, hopefully, for her. Um before before we end our show we have a few things that we um should mention specifically about July first <clears throat> through fifth. Uh one of those is um it, to mention that uh, the parking here when you for those of you that are coming to Caritas July first through fifth, um, you know, just to park, you'll just be able to park right on the sides of the road off the white line. Uh that um to to and specifically uh there'll be people there that'll that will um direct you away directly from the field because where the field is we want to keep that area open to preserve the peace and also for uh, the safety of people who are going to be walking through there but this is something that um, when Our Lady first came in 1988 uh, the very same thing happened people spontaneously just parked on the sides of the road Uh, in uh, uh, 2001 when uh, Our Lady came again uh, May 1st through 5th of 2004 and it was hot during that period of time uh, people parked on the sides of the road, uh, and it, there was a, there's always been a lot of peace with this. And so, if you have concern about the parking, uh, just you'll when you get here, you'll fall right into the flow of things. Uh, even August 1st through 5th, which August in Alabama is very very hot, um, the very same thing: people parked on the sides of the road, off the white line, and they just walk to the field. And and you'll find that this is a uh, it's it's more peaceful than you really think it will be. Uh, of course, you also have the grace of Our Lady that will be with us during that period of time as well. So uh, for those of you that may be concerned about that, that answers the question. Specifically, we say that because we're, there will not be shuttles, uh, shuttling from a parking area to the field. Uh, the cost of that is is something that we simply can't afford. We're already extended as far as our uh, the funds that we've already put into the preparations for July 1st or 5th. And so uh, the parking will be as it has always been in the past – uh... it will be on the sides of the road uh... another thing to mention is uh... that um holy mass will be celebrated every morning at the local parish uh... which is only about ten maybe fifteen minutes away from here at six thirty every morning uh... so for those of you that are concerned about holy mass uh... we that has been arranged for us that our pilgrims will be able to have a private mass uh... for that period of time at six thirty every morning and one other thing that's related uh, indirectly to July 1st or 5th is that the the first of the seven novenas begins this June 25th, and uh, may, a friend of Majora might want to mention a little bit about that before we close. But the seven novenas were novenas that were prayed specifically uh, for our nation. These were novenas that were begun. I believe we're in the 16th year. I believe or the seven. Or I think the 16th year of doing those novenas, and these novenas begin on the anniversary of the apparitions, which is June 25th. And these novenas are specifically for uh, the conversion of our nation. And uh, so uh, that's, for those of you that don't have a copy of that, you can contact Caritas, um, and you can request a free copy of the booklet uh, for the novenas. Uh, The phone number at Caritas is uh, 205-672-2000. Again, that's 205-672-2000, USA. Uh, you can write to Caritas uh, by writing to 100, Our Lady, Queen of Peace Drive, at Alabama, and at is spelled S-T-E-R-R-E-T-T, Alabama, 35147,
1: USA. Yeah, I, I was just to uh, come up on a point you just brought up, Riz, about the uh, novenas. You know, we, we, we're approaching July. We know we have a lot more in what we're saying about how important the 4th of July 2008 is because we have a lot behind it. We've prayed these, these novenas for 16 years. Uh, we've we've put out tens of thousands of booklets uh, through the years. And actually, our first year, I think we put out 75,000. It waned after about six or seven years. It, it was a little interest that fell off. But we still put out tens of thousands even then. And now we're back up. We, we've had to go into two or three reprintings in the last several years because our nation now is very, everybody's beginning to see that. And so we have printed. Um, well, over from what we're even beginning with now. And so there's literally, literally tens and tens of millions of prayers said from people all across our nation and even in other countries for our nation's healings. And as right, what you said, uh, seven novenas when I wrote this, you know, to do seven novenas per year, 16 years of it, doesn't affect from that. I had one novena I did on a mountain, I told you the story about, and Our Lady reacted to that. So, we're bringing with us not just the consecration and you just come here or you, or you just found out about us and you're just going to come here for this July 4th. You've got a history of heal our land. If my people, the Chronicles, would turn from the ways and you know, pray, I will heal their land. We've got a history of prayer, sacrifice, years of fasting annually. For our nation for nine days on bread and water we're just not doing this one we just did there's there's something behind this and, and when you see all these things you look at it we're bringing something to our lady and she's going to bring something to god and she said in the field i will intercede for all your intentions from this spot in the field you know, from the spot in the field we're doing that and so this is a momentous thing uh a thing to be humble about at the same time but we have the ear of uh, and, and, the, and the voice piece for the world in our midst to take all that back to God and she's promised I will intercede before God for this and if we've ever been in a state of crisis much more graver than even the Civil War this is it because we're facing not just a war judgment divine judgment but a direct divine judgment because we have broken natural law now and we're accepting this in law and when you go there you do the record of God and so We're praying for this for Our Lady, and I think it's really important that everybody understand
0: that. And we will see each other again next week, next Wednesday. Next Wednesday is June 25th. That is the anniversary of the apparitions. We will discuss in somewhat detail a little bit about July 1st through 5th. That will be a two-hour show at 7 p.m. Central Time, USA. And that uh, discussion on July 1st through 5th, Uh, will also coincide and be coupled with a discussion on our lady's message that she gave to us that day. So that will be next Wednesday at June 25th, which will be the last weekly broadcast previous to uh, the apparitions July 1st through 5th. So we look forward to uh, speaking with you again next Wednesday. And uh, for the listening audience, we look forward to having you again, hosting you again next Wednesday and allowing us to come into your homes. And we ask you that you invite all of your family and all of your friends to listen to that broadcast and also to this broadcast and spread this to as many people as possible.
1: Okay, well, I'd like to say tonight, as we leave everybody, that you take this broadcast, spread it. to Everybody you know, get your mail list and, and send it, uh, both snail mail and email. Do whatever you have to do to spread it. And tonight, as we close, we, we would want you to know we'll be praying for you from Medjugorje that uh, we'll go see the mountain on the way back to our houses here. Beautiful village, and we wish you, Our Lady. We love you. Good night.